Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so excited to share God's word with you on the topic of get back up, getting back up. So uh, today is not for quitters. So get your notebook and your pen and your Bible out, and we're going to jump into God's word in just a minute. But before we do, I want to remind you, check out joeymiller.co for all upcoming events uh, for Devonair Nights, for the Devonair Magazine, for all things Mrs. Rev. And there's also some blogs on there that might bless you. So check out joeymiller.co. Also, don't forget we have Chick Church at Champion Christian Center. If you're in the area, we have Chick Church once a month. The next one is in July. I believe it's July 12th. So 7 o'clock, Champion, Washington. And you're not going to want to miss it. We always have an amazing time together in worship in the word and are you following joey miller on instagram are you following champion center in l ministries if not make sure you do whether you're on facebook or you're on instagram make sure you check it out uh, follow us it would be a great connection so i love to hear from each one of you i love to see how mrs rev podcast is blessing you so if you're being blessed take a screenshot tag me in it and uh, it, it's always a blessing so Well, today we're going to be talking about get back up. This is a topic that's been on my heart because, you know, I don't like when people quit. God has so much in store for each one of your lives. And one of the devil's greatest tricks is to get the people of God to back off of their destiny, to get them to quit. And, you know, we all know that the devil can't stop us. We know that we have authority over him. We know that God has a great plan for each and every one of us. So the devil can't take us out of that plan. The only way that he can get us to stop is if he convince can convince us to take ourselves out, to quit, to just walk off the field and quit the game. So today I want to encourage you that you're going to get back up no matter how many times you felt like you've been knocked down, no matter how much you feel like the wind's been knocked out of you. By the end of this podcast, I pray that you feel all full of faith and you are ready to go. So if you have your Bible, you can write or turn to Proverbs 24, 16 or write it down if you don't have your Bible. This is the theme verse for today's podcast episode it's proverbs 24 16 it says for the righteous falls seven times and rises again but the wicked stumble in times of calamity and you might have heard this verse before and people have kind of used it out of context and and they might say oh that person fell into sin you know the righteous man gets back up and but what the the verse is really talking about is uh, how the righteous man faces adversity that the righteous man might come into adversity and feel like he's gotten knocked down but he gets back up again and it goes on to say but the wicked stumble in times of calamity that that maybe someone who's not serving God when they face adversity they deal with it differently than as a a child of God should you keep getting back up do you know why you keep getting back up Because it's not over until he says it's over. And as long as you have breath in your lungs, it's not over yet. He still has a fight, a good fight for you 
to fight, a race for you to run. So today we're going to be talking about some reasons that you might want to not get back up, some reasons that you might want to quit. You know, it's tempting when boxers are in the ring and one gets knocked down to just quit, to just say, you know what, I'm done. I've had enough. Uh, But that's not what God has called us to. God has called us to champion in this life through Jesus Christ. That means there is no adversity. If you have your pen, you could write down Romans 8. Go read the whole chapter. There's no adversity that can take you out. That because of Jesus Christ, there's nothing that can overwhelm you. Jesus in you overwhelms every adversity that comes against you. Jesus himself said in the Bible, you know, in this world you will have trials, but it doesn't stop there. It says, but take heart because I have overcome the world. He's saying there, You're going to have times that maybe you feel like you got knocked down. You're going to have times that you might feel like the wind's been knocked out of you. But he says, take heart. Don't you quit. Don't you dare quit. You get back up because I have overcome the world. And through me, you too can overcome. Someone hit on some areas that the enemy might be trying to lie to you through to try to get you to stay down, to try to get you to feel like, you know what? I quit. The fight's over. I'm going to back away from that which uh, which I felt like God was calling me to. And, you know, before I get into these uh, these reasons that you might want to quit, you know, I want to tell you, use discernment because, you know, even even uh, if you're not careful, the enemy will try to trick you out of what God's put in your heart, a vision of what he's given you. Um, you know, say, well, maybe you didn't hear from God or did you really hear God say that to you? But I'm telling you right now that if God spoke it to you, he will bring it to pass. You need to cling to, you need to be, uh, become one with that vision that he's deposited in your spirit. Maybe you're just getting a little glimpse of it. Maybe it feels like it's hazy, but you can kind of discern it coming together. Whatever that thing is, make sure that's more real to you than anything else in this entire world, any natural circumstances, your finances, your relationships, your health report, what God has put in your spirit, you learn to tune in through the eyes of faith to see that thing more clearly than anything that natural circumstances would try to bring at you because the enemy will try to convince you that you didn't hear from God. He'll try to convince you uh, that, that God's voice wasn't real in your life, that you're disqualified from that which he's called you to. So so make sure your spirit man's strong. Cling to that thing. I like to say, when God puts a purpose in your in your heart, make it a conviction. And what that means is that you don't quit on it. You don't quit on it. You know, there's a difference in my life between me just thinking something's a good idea and then knowing that I heard from God. If I know that I heard from God, no man on earth can talk me out of it. No man on earth can intimidate me, make me fearful. Um, I don't care what they think about me. If God told me to do it, it is a done deal. It's a conviction in my life. And that's how we have to get with the callings and the purpose of God, that we're not going to be talked out of it. We're not going to bow to the fear of man. We're not going to be in one second and out the next and say, well, I feel like God's doing this. Well, wait a second. It's hard. I got knocked down. So never mind. I'm going to go do something else. No. You know, I remember uh, one time that, and I think I've shared this with you, with you ladies before, you know, things were hard. I I was at home, a stay at home mom, fresh in the ministry. And, and I kept thinking, well, maybe I should go back to college. Maybe I should do 
this. I was trying to find value in other things during that season. And I remember as clear as day, I remember where I was when the Lord spoke to me. He said, stop going back to Egypt. And he was referring to the Israelites when God brought them out in into a new land, uh, t- taking them into their promised land. Whenever they faced opposition, what did they do? They started complaining. They started thinking about Egypt. They started saying, oh, if we could only go back to Egypt. And and that was creating doubt and unbelief in them. They weren't resolved in that which God had called them to. And he said, stop going, wanting to go back to Egypt. And in that moment, I knew that I had to, to close the door to thinking like that that I knew I was called of God. I knew I was called into full-time ministry and I needed to settle it in my heart and resolve it and cling to it, that it had to become a conviction to me that I didn't talk about quitting. I didn't talk about doing other things with my life that just simply wasn't an option. So whatever God has called you to do, do today, make it a conviction, cling to it. So you know what? This is the only thing I'm setting my eyes upon, what God has told me he's going to do in my life. And I don't care what I see in any other direction. So what do you do when you feel like you've been knocked down? You get back up and the enemy will try to keep you from getting back up. Uh, and he uses different tactics. And, and there's different times in our lives that, uh, that that maybe you feel more tired or more weak or you feel insignificant or you feel like you're just failing. Come on now. How many of you have just felt like I'm failing miserably at what I thought God told me to do? So we're going to address each one of these things really briefly. And I want to encourage you that no matter how much one of these things is is trying to take you out to try to get you to speak to, to you quitting and just staying down for the count, you get back up. So number one is this. Don't quit because you feel tired or because you feel weak. And, you know, this is a common uh, tactic of the enemy that, you know, the, the, the race that God has you to run is the actually the Apostle Paul calls, calls it the fight of faith, that it is a fight, that there are going to be times that you feel like you're just breezing through and other times you have to plow, you know, other times you are, are a time of plowing and then there's a season of harvest and, and then there's a season of plowing and, and, you know, uh, I would really admonish you if you're feeling tired or if you're feeling weak to make sure that you get into a place of refreshing, that that's not the time to hit the snooze button on your alarm and because you just feel tired and weak. Uh, The enemy will play on that. He'll play on discouragement. He'll play on, you know what, what does it really matter anyway if you're up praying? Get another 20 minutes of sleep. Does God really hear you? You know what, you've been praying for this for a long time and you still haven't received a breakthrough. Uh, so you know what, just go ahead and sleep and don't keep pressing into the things of God. I would say be cautious during those times that you know you feel tired and weak. Lamentations 3.22 says this. It says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And, you know, I think about that scripture for those who are feeling tired and weak, that the mercies of the Lord never come to an end, that there's enough grace for you every morning to lean in and get fresh strength from God. There's been times in my life that I've been maybe weary from 
fighting a spiritual fight or weary from just standing in faith for something. And there's been times that I might have gone to bed, you know, crying out to God or, or weary or, uh, you know, taking that petition to the Lord. Or maybe I had woken up in the night and it had just been heavy on my heart. And then I'll wake up in the morning and it's like I was injected with the fresh wind of heaven. I'll wake up feeling so full of faith. I'll wake up feeling so ready to go and refreshed. And so, you know, just be encouraged that whatever, whatever you're standing for in faith right now, there is grace for you to stand until you see that miracle, until you see that breakthrough. God would never call you to do something that you were too weak to see come to pass. Maybe you're just trying to do it in your own strength. Maybe you're trying to rely on your own humanness. You know, Burnout comes when we step outside of the grace of God, when we step outside of his grace to accomplish what he's called us to, when we step into our own understanding. What does the Bible say? It says, lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways and he'll direct your path. If you're tired, if you're feeling discouraged, go back and say, you know what, am I trying to take on something that I was never meant to carry because it's easy to start off in the spirit and then transition to the flesh to take on burdens to take on even that dream that he's given you in your spirit to try to accomplish it in your own strength and that's when you take a step back and say Lord it's still not it's still not by my strength it's still not by my power but it's by your spirit that this thing is going to be accomplished in my life but it's in those moments that you're tired it's in those moments that you feel weak that the enemy will try to come in and say, just quit, you know, just quit, do something else. Uh, you know, this you've been fighting this fight for too long. And let me just say, when he comes in with that lie, more oftentimes than not, it's because you're right on the verge of your breakthrough. You're right on the verge of that knockout punch that's going to take him out. And, you know, uh, I love Galatians because it talks about don't grow weary in well-doing for in due time you will reap a harvest if you faint not. And I, I love that expression. I love that version of that verse in Galatians because, you know, why did he say that? If you faint not, it's because sometimes in your spiritual walk, you're going to feel like you're about ready to faint. You're going to feel like I'm about ready to go down. I can't do this anymore. I quit. I remember I've told this story, but it's worth a retell of uh, when I used to run track and I, I signed up for a mile uh, and I couldn't do it. And so, you know, I, it was just I ran too hard, too fast. I might have even mentioned it in last week's podcast, but you know, I quit. I quit. I just was like, I can't finish this race. And I collapsed and I quit on the track. And you know, I, I look back and think, what if I would have made myself go a little bit further? What if I would have made myself dig a little bit deeper to say, you know what, I might be tired, but I'm not quitting. I am not quitting. You know, it's funny how you quit in your mind before you quit in your physical body. If you exercise, if you play a sport, you know, you make a decision to quit bef long before your body is actually telling you that it can't go any further. It's a mental 
game. And you better believe the enemy will try to monopolize on that mental game. He'll try to uh, make you feel weary and just tired and always thinking about the problem. You know what a great antidote is to that? To get your eyes back on the Lord, to get refreshed in his presence, to turn on praise and worship music, to get alone with the Lord, uh, to just make sure that you're casting all of your cares upon him, like the Bible says, because he cares for you. And you might be tired and you might be weak, but it's not over until he says it's over. So you're getting back up. The number two uh, thing that the enemy will try to do is he'll try to make you feel like you're insignificant. Like, you know what? Why do I need to keep fighting? Why do I need to keep going down this path? Does it really matter? Someone else will do it. Uh, someone else will take care of this. I can just go about my business. I can just, you know, why am I fasting? Why am I getting up early to pray? Uh, if God's going to do it, he's just going to do it. I'm insignificant in his plan. And that is such a lie from the enemy. Listen, you have to believe in God's ordained plan for your life if you're going to keep getting back up. You have to be fully convinced that God has a plan set aside for you. Ephesians 2.10, a good work prepared just for you, that it matters if you fulfill that plan or not, that there's other people that are on the other side of your obedience that are going to be affected by you if you decide not to, to go down the path that God has for you. Other people are counting on you stepping up and fulfilling that plan. Listen, if you, the enemy can convince you you're insignificant, you're not going to fight. You're going to take the path of least resistance. When everyone else is fasting, you're going to pull out the potato chips and be like, you know what? Someone else can do it because this is too hard. And I'm telling you, it might feel hard. There is a price to pay. There's always a price to pay to go deeper in the things of God. There's always a, a price to pay uh, to be used greatly, to be a vessel that's pure, to be a, a, a utensil that's for special use. But let me tell you, it is always worth it. God's plan for you is to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and to give you a future. And one day when you're standing before the Lord, he is going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Man might not have seen the sacrifices that you made. Nobody might have given you credit for that time that, that you reached out and did that good deed. But I saw it all. I saw every prayer, every sacrifice, every minute that you fasted, every time that you turned your eyes away from evil, every time that you did what was right in my sight, I saw it all. And God is a rewarder. He is a rewarder for those who do what is right. So you get back up. You don't let the enemy tell you you're insignificant. God has a purpose and a plan that is handcrafted for you. So don't just think if God's going to do it, he's going to do it. No, you say, you know what? I'm getting up. I'm paying my dues every day. I'm going to show up in my prayer time. I'm going to show up in my Bible reading. I'm going to listen attentively. If he tells me to go left, I'm going to go left. If he tells me to go right, I'm going to go right because it's significant. I'm significant. Not because I'm uh, just a laborer or a robot that, that he's good because I have a relationship with my father and I've my life has been redeemed for a purpose and I'm going to fulfill that purpose while I'm on planet earth. Listen to me. People who are around you, your family, uh, the, the, the generations after you are counting on you running your race. They're counting on you getting back up 
even though you might not feel like it, even though you feel like maybe uh, you've been knocked down one too many times, the righteous man keeps getting back up. Point number three is this. The enemy will try to tell you that you are a failure, that you just can't do it, that you just don't have what it takes, that you, you've you tried this and it's not working out. It's working out for everyone else, but it's not working out for you. That, you know, uh, everyone else is, is succeeding. Everyone else is making progress. You might even see people around you that God has given you a similar desire or a similar uh, vision. You might see them succeeding. And then all of a sudden you you might have this thought, well, I'm failing. I'm going to quit. I'm going to stay down. Sometimes you even maybe feel like you've gotten the wind knocked out of you. If you've ever felt that, it's a horrible feeling. You feel like you can't breathe. And, you know, in the spirit, maybe that's some of you today. You feel like, I just can't breathe. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a hurt. Whatever that looks like, the Lord is working in you to perfect the plan that he has for you. The Bible says this, the Lord works everything to its proper end. He works everything out to its proper end. You keep having faith in him. You keep getting back up. You keep saying, you know what? God is good and all that he does is good. And if it's not good, he's not finished. He's not finished. He's still working it all together for my good. And just when you think it's completed and you think, wow, like this must be as good as it gets. He keeps working it for your good and he keeps working it for your good. So don't you feel like you're failing? Don't feel like this is the end. If, if you are a child of God, God is using it all. Maybe it's not how you thought it would look, but God's so good that he'll lead you into that next thing. The Bible says the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord, that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. So, you know, if, if maybe you feel like, oh, I don't see my purpose in all of this, God will bring out your purpose through it. So don't let the enemy make you quit just because you feel like you're failing. You might not be able to see what he's doing, but he's working. It might not look like he's working, but he's working. So lean into that today. If the enemy comes and says, you're a failure, you remind him of what the word of God says, that that everything that your hand should do would prosper, that you have the mind of Christ, that, that you have success, that you're going to be a blessing to those around you. So, you know, don't, don't fall into those lies. Don't start believing what the enemy tells you about yourself. You lean into God and you say, you know what? It might not look how I want it to look right now, but I know he brings everything to a proper end. He works all things together for my good. And if it's not good, he's not finished. It doesn't end with me failing. It ends with me prospering for his glory. So don't you dare quit. You get back up. So I pray that you feel encouraged today. I I hope that you know it's not over until he says it's over and he's going to keep working in your life until you breathe your very last breath and you get to, to go up to glory with him. So you stay encouraged, even if it feels hard, even if it feels like you're tired, even if it feels like the wind's been knocked out of you, you keep getting up because you're not in this thing alone. The Bible says he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you, that he's there always to breathe strength and life into you. And if he called you, he will bring it to pass. So well, stay encouraged. Keep getting back up. God's got good things in store. And until next time on the Mrs. Rev podcast, I'll talk to you real soon. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev Podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. 
So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.